This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. U.S. stocks soared Wednesday afternoon as investors cheered comments from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell that signaled a 50-basis-point rate hike in December. The S&P 500 rose 3.1%, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 2%, or over 730 points. The technology-heavy Nasdaq Composite gained 4.4%. In a highly anticipated speech at the Brookings Institution in Washington, Powell said it makes sense to moderate the pace of our rate increases as the Fed heads toward its estimated peak in benchmark interest rates. Stocks surged after the text of Powell's speech was released. The afternoon gains came after stocks finished lower on Tuesday, even as concerns regarding China's strict zero-COVID policy abated. U.S.-listed Chinese stocks rose for the third day, adding to a record rally this month as Beijing announced plans to accelerate vaccination of China's elderly on Tuesday, spurring optimism among investors about a path forward for easing COVID restrictions amid nationwide protests. The U.S. dollar was weaker Wednesday, while the yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note slipped. In oil markets, the global benchmark Brent crude climbed 2.3% to 82.90 a barrel. WTI crude oil rose 2.6% on Wednesday to 80.25 a barrel. For investors, though, Powell's speech, likely his final comments before the Fed's next rate-setting meeting in mid-December, was the highlight of a jam-packed day in economic data points. The speech also comes less than two weeks before the release of November's consumer price data. Strategists said the market has already priced in the coming rate hike slowdown and higher terminal federal funds rate, both of which Powell had already hinted at in his early November conference. Every cycle is clearly different, but with markets increasingly confident of a terminal rate around 5%, and inflation getting back close to target in 2024, it's worth remembering that exactly a year ago today, markets were pricing a Fed funds rate of 0.68% by the end of 2022 and CPI of 2.6%, consensus of economists. Jim Reed, head of thematic research at Deutsche Bank, wrote in a note, We will likely have an eventual miss of circa 370 basis points and circa 500 basis points, respectively. Early in the day, investors studied another wave of macroeconomic data. The ADP Employment Report showed that private companies added 127,000 jobs for November, below expectations of about 200,000. In further signals of a cooling labor market, turning points can be hard to capture in the labor market, but our data suggests that Federal Reserve tightening is having an impact on job creation and pay gains. Nella Richardson, 
chief economist at ADP, said in a statement. In addition, companies are no longer in hyper-replacement mode. Fewer people are quitting and the post-pandemic recovery is stabilizing. Also on the data front, U.S. GDP for the 2022 third quarter increased at a 2.9% annual rate, according to a government estimate. The report also found that the Personal Consumption Expenditure Index, which measures the price of consumer goods and services, increased 4.3% in the quarter, an upward revision of 0.1 percentage point. Excluding food and energy prices, the PCE price index increased 4.6%, also revised up 0.1 percentage point. U.S. job openings fell to 10.33 million in October, down from 10.68 the prior month, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics' Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg expected job openings to dip to 10.25 million in the month. Signed contracts to buy existing homes in the U.S. fell 4.6% in October, the fifth consecutive decline as higher rates wane on demand. Data from the National Association of Realtors showed Wednesday. The Chicago Purchasing Managers Index fell to 37.2, below expectations of 47.0, the lowest reading since June 2020. Finally, the Fed's Beige Book, a survey of the Fed's regional banks, found that economy grew steadily and inflation slightly eased, while several businesses signaled greater uncertainty or increased pessimism around this year-end's outlook. Shares of CrowdStrike Holdings Incorporated sank more than 14% after the cybersecurity company's forecasted quarter revenue, came in short of analyst expectations as clients cut back on spending and delayed purchases due to macroeconomic headwinds. DoorDash is laying off about 1,250 people in an effort to cut expenses, according to a report from Bloomberg, citing a memo from its CEO, Tony Hsu. Also in corporate news, Workday shares rose 17% on Wednesday after the cloud service company reported higher revenue for the quarter and lifted its subscription revenue guidance. Salesforce stock plummeted after hours, as the company said co-CEO Brett Taylor would step down early next year. And in crypto news, Kraken is laying off 30% of its staff, as the company cited that trading volumes have fallen significantly. Kraken's move to downsize comes in the wake of FTX's collapse earlier this month. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.